Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do recaps, reviews, and breakdowns of your favorite TV shows and movies. We are an inclusive podcast that focuses on the voices that are ignored. We are all nerds here. Thank you to all our supporters. Like, comment, share, subscribe, and give us a good review. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Lum Nerds. It's your boy Neebs, a.k.a. Watch with Neebs. And I'm here with my co-host Jazz, a.k.a. DJ Papa Van Winkle. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what? Papa Van Winkle. That was the name of the drink that... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, what you call it? It's uh, um, Nick Fury. Fury had. shared with... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. 23 Man. years old age, Papa Van Winkle. That's you, Jess. Pappy. Pappy Van Pappy. Winkle. Pappy yeah. Van Winkle. Mm-hmm. What yeah. an episode, though! Like, all like some of our theories were true, some of them were not. Oh, yeah. Like, I oh, know. it was such a good episode. Like, I know people are like, "Oh, I, I'm not exactly feeling, you know, Secret Invasion this season, like this whole this whole show." But I'm like, "Not, nah, just give it some time." And yeah. I think this episode hit. Oh yeah. All yeah. right, all right. I mean, Carlos was on here last week, and he predicted a few things that uh, kind of came to fruition. So yeah, it was super cool to see somebody the theories going out i think we all knew i think we all knew that they weren't going to waste uh amelia clark uh like that mm-hmm. you know? so we all kind of knew that we weren't surprised oh, yeah. at that so you know let's see what we have but i want to introduce our newest guest blair welcome to the show blair how are you very 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 good thank you guys for having me so much i am excited to talk about this episode with y'all because i love the mcu and i could probably talk about it Till my face turns blue. So. Oh, nice! And I love the She-Hulk shirt. Love it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I had to have an attorney at law shirt. So yeah. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself, other than the fact that you're a Marvel uh, nerd. So I am a lawyer, and I practice family law. So I do all the fun stuff, you know, like divorce and custody and child support and all that jazz. So. Well, cool. um, see you in a few years. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> what? I hope not. I hope just not. Just kidding. I always joke with my clients, like, I hope I never see you again. I stuck for a lot. Never, never. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but no, it's, uh, I like it. I just like helping people. And it's, it's one of the places where you get to do that most aside from criminal law. Uh, And so it's just what I've been doing. God, I've been doing it for like 13 years now. So, um, and I lived in Fort Bend County, Missouri City, Texas, my whole life. And uh, I've grown up here i love it here and i don't know how this happened but i've just been a huge nerd i've always played video games i've loved movies i love comics like so i you know that's not going to change into my adulthood so here we are (laughs) that's awesome well you have a safe space here at salam nerds we're all about the nerds over here so super Mm -hmm. super exciting Um, nice all right so let's talk about the show the show starts off with uh gaia not dying she's basically alive and we find out that she turned herself into a super squirrel or or so we think uh she has the extremist uh powers where she used to heal herself and did we see that coming i wanted to know it's gonna i i gotta be honest i didn't see that coming i didn't know she was gonna do that i thought there was gonna be some other kind of explanation but yeah that came out of nowhere uh blair what are your thoughts I didn't think that that was going to be how she did it, although I think that kind of goes to how smart she actually is, because, I mean, clearly she was like, he's going to figure this out just in case he catches me. You know, let me just go ahead and give myself some powers that might protect me from that. 
Uh, and so, you know, it's, I thought somebody was maybe going to like come along and like help her or something like that, but not that she would have gotten the powers or turned herself into a super scroll. I'm wondering if she only gave herself extremis or if she has other powers as well. That's my question. That is a big question. That is a big question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Jad, did you see it coming or no? I did not see that coming. No. Uh, I thought they were going to be like, Oh, we're going to put a different scroll here that had Amelia Clark's face. And (laughs) that one actually died. No, this was definitely not expected. But you know what the funny thing is? In hindsight, it was so obvious that that was what's going to happen because she literally goes up to the doctor who was doing the experiments on the scrolls and making the super scrolls, uh, and she takes her memory. So if you were like, if you paid attention to who that person was that she went up to. And you notice that she was the human form of the lady doctor who was doing the experiment calculations. You could have, probably could have picked it up that, oh, she was stealing the information on how to make the scrolls and what to do. So in hindsight, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, but when we were watching it, we didn't know. So that's a really cool thing about this show where they could, in plain sight, they tell you what they're doing and you still couldn't figure it out. I, I, mm-hmm. I do like that. Um, and then we go into 2012. The Battle of New York, and we see Nick Fury walk into a diner, um, and he meets his wife there. Uh, what were your thoughts about that conversation? Uh, I mean, I think they knew. I, I think they knew each other before that because they kind of implied that you know yeah. what, what was it in the '90s when they first met when they were in the group and they were forming the organization and yeah. Gravik was a kid and. Um, you know, so they've obviously known each other for a while now, but, and I think she was kind of part of his little team, uh, for a while, I would assume. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I actually thought that was great writing how they showed that moment that they were having together. And then later when they're sitting at the table with their guns, like they repeat that conversation. Like, I don't know. I just really love that moment. It It was one of the highlights of the the episode. Uh, there's a lot of. I would say layers to that conversation, even the layers of her picking that particular skin, which is which is kind of interesting. Uh, so we'll talk about that because she does say later on that she picked that skin particularly for him to get through his defenses, which is kind of wild. Um, so there's a lot of layers to this. But let's go into we see a female scroll in the shower um, and we realize that that scroll finally is Rhodey. So scroll Rhodey, Scrody, whatever you want to call him. Okay. It's interesting to me that he is being played by a female uh, scroll because he does have a little bit of flair, uh, I would say, than normal Rhodey does. And I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, also, Scroll Rhodey watches wrestling. <laughs> talking about DDTs and The Undertaker. First of all, The Undertaker doesn't do DDTs off the top rope, all right? That's not an Undertaker move. So he got that wrong. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's funny that The Undertaker and WWE is now canon in the MCU. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> It is what it is. Like, I mean, it's a interesting little touch on how they made them more human, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, but I just did not expect that. Like, I didn't think Rhodey <laughs> would be the kind to watch wrestling. But okay, here we are. Yeah. Well, it's Scroll Rhodey. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, what were your thoughts about Scroll Rhodey, uh, Blair? So I actually called this last episode. Uh, because, you know, first of all, I thought it was weird that Rhodey was being so aggressive with Fury because that's just, he, it was just kind of like, it was slightly in character with the snarkiness, but it was just like a little too strong. So I was like, well, this is a show about like anybody could be a scroll. So maybe that's it. But I kind of like let it go. But then like when he was, uh, when she went to go to the bank to get whatever it was, she was getting out of the bank, the gun, or I think it was, and she took that phone call. Mm-hmm. I, I could just tell that it was uh, um, his voice, uh, yeah. and I was like, "That's I was like, that's Rhodey talking to her." Like, so that means that like Rhodey's a scroll, especially a scroll, especially if 
you know, she's talking to him about Gravik and like, so she, uh, so I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, it's going to come out that Rhodey's a scroll and, you know, and so, and then they just come out with it, like right at the beginning. It was interesting that it was a female. Cause that's what I told my husband and I were watching it. Cause that, when we saw the last episode, I was like, oh, that's, that's Rhodey's voice. That's Rhodey's voice. And then I was like, is that a woman scroll like playing Rhodey? Like, and I also wonder like what her position is in the hierarchy of the scrolls because in the we'll get to it later but like in the attack on the president she just kind of sat there and she's acting like she's got a lot of authority in this plan so i don't know what her role is going to be yeah i think grody is pretty high up there and I, I did notice that uh she was just chilling in the van while all the fireworks are going off yeah like just chilling nothing happened yeah. um yeah jazz what are your thoughts about uh scrody i mean i know a lot of us called it but i'm really glad that he is to scroll because for him to go around thing i'm gonna carpet bomb this person and that person really mm -hmm. struck me the wrong way i was like if that's real roadie i'm gonna have to reevaluate how i feel about this guy <laughs> yeah um i mean y'all just called it you're like i can't really add more to the conversation like what you said I don't like exactly as like I didn't see I mean, we all knew it was coming I didn't know how high up of the hierarchy Scrody was gonna be I'm just curious to see where it's gonna play out <laughs> I like how Scrody only two more episodes on. I can't I mean, believe I there's only two wrap more up. Like, so I think yeah. what they're gonna do is what uh, they always do and the fourth episode is gonna be like tons of flashback and exposition and stuff like that and then the fifth episode uh, the last episode is going to be just all bonkers and everything's gonna go all out um that's usually how they do the six episode uh pattern if you watch all the other mm -hmm. shows so we'll see i hate um, the six episode pattern you know what disney if you're listening once again please stop with this nonsense give us eight <laughs> to ten episodes even 12 per season come on it's not yeah. that difficult well you only gotta make them like 30 minutes it's oh no oh did we lose her I think we lost her, yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to say, like, while you're at it, Disney, why don't you pay the actors and the writers <laughs> while you're oh, at it? Oh, God, yeah. Bob yeah, no kidding. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, I did think it was interesting how Fury was like, you know what? Uh, they have to depend on the goodwill of our hosts, and they will see us. And no, I don't think he said that. I think it was Talos Caleb who said, said that. that. Yeah. Said that. Yeah. And it's really interesting how, like, Gaia knows Talos's plan and he knows Gavik's plan and she's just like both of these idiots don't know what the hell they're doing because both of these plans sound horrible. Uh, what are your thoughts about Gavik's plan versus uh, Talos's plan? Uh, Blair, you want to go first? So obviously, you know, Gavik's plan is crazy town, but I mean, you know, it's as far as like Talos, I think he is being a little bit naive. All I could think about as an American is like, wow, you are seriously overestimating our generosity. <laughs> yes. okay, like, I'm like, uh, you know, I guess thanks for the vote of confidence, but uh, you know, so I think he's being a little bit naive, especially because, you know, America has a history of like just overreacting. Uh, and so to anything that they perceive as a threat. Uh, and so it's just, we'll see how that plays out. I mean, I think that obviously I think that he's going to know that scrolls exist because obviously everybody saw Talos when they were rescuing the president and the president's going to have to be told what happened. Um, I didn't think that Talos was going to die or at least it looks like he died um, mm. because I thought that Talos was going to go with them and then that's how were they gonna, they were going to ease the president into knowing that scrolls exist and yada yada and then nope that then they've just threw a wrench in that plan. I got to um, say I got to say out of four episodes three of them have somebody dying at the end. That's uh it is. It's, it's getting a little like I don't know it's getting old i guess like like that like i know talos dying is a big deal but since they killed everyone every episode i was like oh another person dies <laughs> yeah they're uh I, it's almost like they're taking all of these people's complaints about how nobody dies in the mcu like way too seriously <laughs> yeah and now they're killing everybody without giving them a good storyline like you know like yeah 
I still am pretty pissed off about Maria Hill. Like Maria Hill needed a great story. She needed something because she was been there for like ten years. Man. Oh yeah. Give her a nice oh, yeah. send off. This was not. Ugh, I just hate that. Jazz, what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah no, I'm with you guys on that. Uh, everyone keeps dying. I feel like it's like Game of Thrones almost. Just you know, you never know who could die, but you know, let's do it randomly here and there. We'll kill Talos. We'll kill Gaia. We'll kill uh, Maria Hill and. Yeah, Maria Hill one. I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, She's been in this franchise me. for 10 years, and this is how you do this? Yeah. I don't know if that's like uh, Colby Smulders just like being done with the MCU, and she just wanted to like get out. <laughs> but like, <laughs> oh, or maybe yeah. it's just that the writer's strike came early for the show <laughs> and they, sabotaged it. <laughs> they should have called the episode where Colby Smulders died, How I Met Your Murder. <laughs> oh my god oh man corny joke of the day <laughs> of the I just think with her what i'm gonna miss the most is like she had such great like camaraderie with fury yeah uh that i i will miss that if she's truly gone like i mean because it wouldn't be the first time they fake someone's death in this you know whole thing but it doesn't look like it's fake so i mean it's just but i hopefully they'll replace her with like olivia coleman or something because i love her yeah yeah we talked about that (laughs) um also i think uh jazz mentioned game of thrones earlier i don't know if you guys noticed but the way uh gaia comes back to life is shot for shot the same way Jon snow comes to life like they focus on like the person and then she just like jumps up with the gasp and i was like oh they totally did that for Jon snow they totally (laughs) did that yeah we all noticed it i had to mention it i was like no there's no way like come on guys be a little (laughs) original here i know i know i wouldn't say it's not original i say it's more like an homage like a little bit of an easter egg sure fine okay (laughs) all right they're both Uh, in the mcu now so Oh yeah, they are. That, that's interesting. <laughs> Khaleesi becomes a scroll agent. Yeah. <laughs> the crossover we didn't know we needed. Scrollisi. <laughs> um, what did you guys think about Priscilla's story? How she went into healthcare and she found somebody who had a heart defect, and she basically took over this person's life and they she she went and found someone who would slip under nick fury's defenses so she purposely looked for like a black woman who was dying to take her life like what are your thoughts on that yeah i'm gonna go first on this one yeah Um, yeah go jazz that was fascinating especially the three conditions that uh she gave her to take over her identity like i was blown away at the depth of that conversation in this show uh for her to acknowledge like okay yes you can take my life as long as you do these three things you know don't hurt people don't hurt nick fury's particularly Mm. like wow like did priscilla know nick before like i don't think so i don't think so it almost felt like she did for her to say, don't hurt Nick Fury. I think she told her about her. I think that she, cause that's cause she asked yeah. her, she's like, would they you like, would stories. you like to fall in love? Yeah. Like she asked her that. And I think she probably in telling her that she was going to take over her life, that she, Nick Fury was in her life. And that she probably did have feelings for him cause they work so closely together and they probably got along really well. And, you know, then she swoops in, you know, with this person's, you know, personality, but so he knew that she was a scroll the whole time, right? Yes, Nick Fury always knew she was a scroll. Yeah, okay, I just, because it was weird how she was like, would you have loved me if I'd have been my true self? But it's like, were you not being that? I mean, I know you weren't, like, in scroll form, but I mean, he knew you before, so I don't know, but I thought that was interesting that she said that. Yeah, I think she so meant layers. I think she I said that because he picked she picked a woman who would be exactly his type. Right? Yeah, that's fair. And and cuz like even if you look at the first episode when Nick Fury comes into the bar, there's another black woman who kind of looks like uh Priscilla and he kind of smiles at her, kind of letting you know, "Hey, Fury has a type." And then she knew that and she chose someone of that, you know, look and mm-hmm. I guess mannerism, etc. 
and she, she probably wasn't herself. And I guess like pretending to be this person for so long, she kind of became this person. And when he asked, like, when she asked, like, would you have loved me if I was myself? He was like, I, I guess we'll never know, which mm-hmm. I, I guess that's fair. Yeah, that, that line hit a little deep. I was like, oh, oh, God. I know. I was like, oh, is he just going to walk off without without answering? It's like, ouch. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Benji? Benji's in the comments. Yeah, Benji, we were just talking about uh, some of the stuff that's going on with the secret invasion. So let's go on. Let's get, get, get on with it. Um, let's see. What else? Uh uh, yeah, no, we're jumping back and forth. It's kind of weird. <laughs> so, how about okay, Fury versus Rhodes? When when they're mm-hmm. talking about having that conversation, to me, the way Fury is talking to Rhodes, to me, it always felt like he was trying to figure out whether Rhodes is a real black man or not, like or someone pretending to be a black man, because these girls are basically appropriating black culture, black skin, yeah. right? And I feel like someone who is you know, authentically black would kind of know that. So him bringing up like, you know, Pappy's drink and, you know, saying the word brother, like, you know, he kind of trying to suss him out and he knows he's a scroll at this point, I believe. Um, and I like their conversation that they had because he is totally like just setting him up with the nanotechnology in his drink so he can like, you know, spy on him which I thought mm-hmm. was pretty interesting. In fact, he pretty much just told him, like, nanotech, <laughs> and he still fell for it and drank it. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. What were your thoughts, Jazz, about the Nick Fury and Rhodes conversation? That was a fun conversation. Like, he was threatening him while not threatening him, while slipping him something, while yeah. being honest, while not being honest, <laughs> it was it was a very interesting sequence of how that happened, yeah. and the way they were talking, like Rody just or Scrody really just absolutely fell for Nick's masterful play there. Like this is Nick Fury spy. Like he was just perfectly in character, knew exactly what he was doing. Uh, that video of uh him killing maria hill well gravic killing maria hill as right. Nick fury uh i'm sure he expected it i'm sure like there was no way yeah he didn't see that coming because especially because maria told you know it was you like he knew right and he saw the other fury at that scene in moscow yeah. so he definitely saw this coming i think he was prepared for it and i think he executed this plan masterfully like it was mm-hmm. so well done yeah yep I agree. I mean, I think that I, it's always great to see Don Cheadle and Samuel L. Jackson on the screen together. Like, they're just so great, and they have this chemistry. Even when it's technically not the real Don Cheadle character, it's, he's supposed to be somebody else pretending to be him. But, like, it's still it's still so great. And, I, I mean, Fury obviously was going in basically saying, I know that, you know, you're not him. And I think that that was what he was putting down. I don't, I, and I think that the Scrody kind of caught on to that, which is why he reacted so defensively and pulled up the video and was like, you can't be coming in here. You can't be threatening me, like blah, blah, blah. And um, I just think that uh, he is going to, they're going to have some kind of a, a showdown. Cause doesn't this also imply that they've, they've got Rody like held somewhere? Yeah, like they've captured yep. him? Yeah, that, I that's mean, true. Uh, it depends, though. Like, how much of Rhodey's memories do they have, or how long has Rhodey been a scroll? Like, yeah. I think Kevin Feige said that there might be an Avenger who's been a scroll for like a long time, which I don't know if it's true or if it's a rumor, but someone said that there is a chance that there is an Avenger who's been a scroll the whole time. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. That would be wild. That would. It would. I would. I would hate it for for it to be Rhodes though, because like him and Tony had such a relationship, uh, it would kind of water it down. The relationship they had. Also, you know, maybe Terrence Howard could come back and become the, the <laughs> Rhodes again. <laughs> I would die if that's a play they're doing here. That oh. Terrence Howard was replaced with a scroll, and yeah. we all just like didn't blink about it the entire time for the past twenty years. I know. <laughs> he has like the best line though. Like I love that line when he comes in for the first time as uh, Rhodey, 
and they give him this dialogue because he's clearly replaced Terrence Howard and his first lines of the entire MCU movie is like, it's me, I'm here, deal with it, let's go. Like, and it was totally intentional by the Marvel. Like, it's like, yeah, we replace the actors, so deal with it. <laughs> it's yeah, great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I also noticed that, like, when Scrody comes to the president, he has alcohol on his breath and he gets called out by the president. And he kind of just, like, you know, the president's kind of like, all right, whatever. Uh, why don't you go get some coffee? <laughs> You're obviously drunk. Uh, and then you notice that um, they get into the stagecoach, which is, you know, a nickname for the president's uh, Cadillac. And that's when Gavick comes and he shoots up the place and that's when all hell breaks loose. And then Scrody just sitting there chilling, not a care in the world, just letting all this stuff happen. And they were like, make sure you know that they're the Russians. Make sure you put on a, like a big fight and stuff like that. And they obviously like, it's definitely the Russians. I'm like, oh, great. Just because they spoke a word of Russian. Uh, right. Totally setting them up. Um, what was your thought on the action sequence, Jazz? Yo, the way they came with the helicopters and the way they did it, I was actually kind of surprised because one, a presidential motorcade is a lot bigger if anyone's ever seen it. Like there are like 50 cars and they have all sorts of tech to see, you know, yeah. what's coming in, what's not. So seeing like six cars, I'm like, <laughs> I don't believe this. Okay. Uh, there would have been way more protection there. On top of that, they were using Tahoes and like not. But the they were in the lids. UK. Remember, they were in the UK. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, the presidential I mean, motorcades always have yeah. like fifty cars. Each car has a very specific purpose, right? Well, One's an ambulance. One has a nuclear codes. One has like yada, yeah, yeah. But they would also have cleared the airspace too, right? <laughs> they would really have. Yeah, that. you would have seen mm -hmm. it coming in. Like I didn't believe like all these helicopters went under radar. Like no, you you see that coming. <laughs> unless uh, unless the scroll scrolls are high in the government and they, oh, they mess with it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it's no, true. but uh, <laughs> no, my, my biggest pet peeve with that scene was the fact it was only six cars, and a presidential motorcade is usually like 50 cars, no matter okay. where you go. Uh, fun fact, that happens for both the president and the vice president. Um, ah. They exclusively do that just to make sure if one gets you know hurt, the other one's available to take command if they need to. Uh, but anyways, um, the action sequence itself was really cool. Like, guns blazing, everyone firing, uh, the bulletproof glass like actually withholding bullets people fighting back it was well done i was impressed with that scene it was it was a pretty good scene uh yeah. blair what are your thoughts i really liked it i thought it was well done um i thought that it it made me chuckle a little bit when uh talos uh got hit and they you know, he was kind of changing and the, one of the British soldiers was like, oh, there's an alien and he's trying to get at the president or whatever. And and Fury was like, no, 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 he's with me. And the guy's like, okay. And then he's I know. Back. He, he <laughs> like, questioned no, twice. No, like, this one's mine. And yes, the guy's like, yes. okay. Yeah, but then I'm thinking, you know, I mean, they've been through an alien invasion. They've been through Thanos. Like, uh, I guess aliens are kind of like, Well, you know, wasn't that the same the soldier who Gavik took a place of? So yes. was that Gavik the whole time then maybe? Maybe that's uh, why the soldier didn't shoot or or think anything of it because that was Gavik. It's possible. Oh, I mean, I I, he was... Up on that. that was the same I, soldier. I have to go back and look because I don't remember because I think they were still shooting like scenes with Gravik like, you know, taking fire and, and shooting at yeah. the soldiers and things like that when that guy was doing that. Like, oh, that yeah. guy's trying to get the president. The alien's trying to get the president. Um, and so I, I think he maybe just in the, in the chaos and confusion, like probably took over as him because I mean, that other guy probably went off shooting and he's like, okay, I'm going to go pick up Talos and yeah. like pretend I'm his friend. How did I, I, I think, I think I looked away from the screen for like a split second. Did Fury, how did Fury know that that wasn't him? Because he picked up Talos. Yeah. Like he wouldn't do that. As a soldier well, in that situation, your priority is to secure the president, not anybody well, else that's in the fair. world. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. So the moment he picked yeah. him up, Fury was like, "What the hell are you doing?" This is yeah, all I didn't protocol. Know if he had, yeah. yeah, I didn't know if he had done something else, like, like, flinched or winked or something, or I don't know. But like, it, yeah. So yeah, no, I think what happened was imagine if, that if was it wasn't. Same... Oh. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> Fury no. just shot a random guy. Yeah. I had a hunch. Going back to what you were saying, like, uh, uh, Neves, that, you know, that was the same guy who was called out. Oh, that's an alien, right? Yeah. I think that guy may have just died on the battlefield, and Gravik took his form last second. That's possible, too. Mm-hmm. Like, just to, like, like, oh, you're dead. No one's going to miss you. Let me take your form real quick. Yeah. Yeah, so in that's the confusion, true. I think that's what may have happened, and that's how he did that whole sequence. Yeah. Speaking of which, we saw Gravik use the Groot power, uh, Groot. Which, which we finally got to see. Oh it. boy. Yeah. Mm. That was scroll. actually a little anticlimactic, honestly. Yeah, yeah, because I really thought that scene was going to happen in like the last episode, and it's going to be the big battle, but the big battle happened here, and I was like, huh, okay. So a lot of the scenes from the trailer, I feel like we've already seen, so I'm kind of excited for the next two episodes. I feel like a lot of the stuff that's going to happen in the next two episodes, we might not have been spoiled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just seeing that scene there, I'm like, wait a second. That's where we're gonna use that scene? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the worst place to use it. Like, yo, give me a surprise. Show me like, you know, him being down and out, and then he actually unleashes everything. And you're like, oh shit, we're not mm-hmm. done yet. But yeah. no, he just like casually used it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so far we've only seen two powers. We see the extremists and we've seen Groot. We have mm-hmm. not seen Ocidian, we have not seen the Frost Beast. So I'm excited to see how that's gonna look. I'm really, really excited. I'm curious to see if it's gonna be all in one or if it's like the each limb kind of thing but yeah yeah i'm really excited oh yeah i hope it's the limb thing that's gonna be cool that's a very Mm -hmm. good call back to the actual comics which would be cool yeah (laughs) yeah so we'll see that uh oh and then obviously talos gets shot um and then he dies (laughs) poor guy he gets stabbed apparently (laughs) i don't know i think he dies but who knows we don't know they just left him so could be anything yeah, they we really know. don't know. And then yeah. I don't know what's going to happen to Gaia after this. Like, you know, is this more character development? Did somebody have to die for her to grow up a bit more? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> man. They're, they're, they should call this show, like, Home Depot because they're fridging everybody. <laughs> you get a fridge. <laughs> you get are. a fridge. <laughs> and I just, I, I wanted, like, two more minutes after his death to, like, just give me, like, a little, like, I was like, please don't just let it. But I. I was like, this is where they're going to end the episode. I just know it. I was like, yeah. then it went black. And I was like, nah, okay, I got to wait a whole week for some yeah. resolution here. So. Everyone's right. dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, overall, like, I'm, I'm going to be real with you guys. This is this is not my favorite uh, Marvel show. It's it's probably in, like, the bottom. Like, I, I think what this... <laughs> <laughs> Ruby said she commented, you get a fridge, you get a fridge. <laughs> Oprah Neves, 2023. <laughs> Ruby's our resident historian. She's collecting lines from all of our podcasts. And one day we're just going to have like her come on and go through everything we've said, all the stupid things we've done over the entire season. Yeah. Ruby, pl- please have a have retro a new- episode. Have a one note where you're saving all of these and we can just go through them because they're so funny. <laughs> Without context, they're hilarious. <laughs> Oh man. But yeah, I was saying like like to me this is trying to be like a spy show and I'm gonna be real with you guys. Marvel already gave us an amazing spy show. It was called Agents of Shield. <laughs> okay. Yes. And that show was brilliant and it was amazing. And it had the twenty two episodes which really fleshed out all the characters and made us really care about them and feel for them. And there were so many twists in that show. Um and then you have like the secret invasion comic where all the superheroes take like get replaced and stuff like that. Um, really, we haven't seen any of that. They were trying to make it its own thing, which I respect. But if you're going to try to make it its own thing, you got to come with some like really good storylines, really good like you know action and plot. Where really right now it's just people dying after every episode. That's really all it is. And there are a few parts of the show that are really great. But overall, it's, it's it's it doesn't have me super excited. I'm sorry to say. Uh, I don't know if, if you guys. I, I feel free to disagree with me. I I, I want to be wrong. There's two more episodes left. I could totally change my mind. Um, but after like the fourth fridging, like I I was like, okay guys, come on. <laughs> yeah. What, what are your thoughts about the show overall? Jazz, you want to go first? Sure. Um. See, I was in your boat up until last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, I think they kind of moved in the right direction until the very end. Uh, <laughs> you know, the whole scenes with uh, him and Priscilla, the scenes with him and Rhodey. Uh, I, I think they fleshed it out a bit better there. 
but yeah um i'm in the boat like where i'm more optimistic now than pessimistic about how it's gonna end like okay. I- i'm looking forward to next week like l- let's see yeah and don't get me wrong the acting it's great like don Cheadle is killing it Samuel jackson is killing it uh olivia is killing it Emilia's killing it. like everyone who's acting is acting their ass off right i just don't know if the show overall is is delivering as, as i thought it would uh but yeah blair what are your thoughts it's it's not my favorite marvel show but i'm still really enjoying it like i mm. um you know i i don't i think you're gonna be hard pressed to beat for me you're gonna be hard pressed to beat loki uh mm. and Fair. um and i really liked wandavision um and so uh, you know it's gonna be it'll be difficult to kind of top those honestly and loki season two is about to come out so i mean you know uh but i i can see what they're trying to do i mean first of all you know i i kind of like that they're giving fury kind of like this his whole thing because he's kind of he's been a staple in the mcu but he's still kind of been kind of a side attraction to all of the other superheroes so i like that they're giving kind of his story and his existence and his character like a little bit more depth and a little bit more focus i really hope they keep olivia coleman because she's just freaking fantastic and i Mm. love her and she's so witty and she's such a great actress and like um i think she's i think she could do really really great things as far as the dramaticism of the mcu i mean they're trying to be more dark and gritty kind of sort of with this show than they are with some of the other shows. Like you said, more drama yeah. than necessarily like action or any, anything like that. But, you know, like I said, I, I like it. Like, I think, I, I think I like the way that they're doing Gravik as a villain because he's so like, there's no monologuing. There's no yeah. like, you know, horrible plan. Like it, like when he shot uh Gaia, it was just like, boom, goodbye yeah i'm not telling you my plan or monologuing for two minutes before i shoot you like it's just like i'm a terrible person bang like yeah. so i mean i like how they've i like the writing i've i've enjoyed the story i'm i just have honestly no idea how they're gonna end this i really don't yeah i uh, think the show definitely has potential to to pull it together uh and the other thing i really like about the show is the tone like i know yes. like people have complained about like the Marvel shows being too campy and too funny and jokey. Like this was like a darker tone show. And I really, really like that. Mm-hmm. So there are definitely things I like about the show. So we'll have to see if the show can deliver. Uh, but before we go, we did have a complaint about some of our shows. Uh, last week we went to some event and people, we got to talk to some of our fans and some of our friends and they were like, like, what do you want to see in our show? And what do you not want to see? Like, what have you been doing right? Uh, one thing they talked about was the commercial. So we're going to go to a commercial break right now in five, four, three, two, one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. All right. So now don't get mad at us because we got people got mad because we throw commercials out of nowhere. So we want to make sure that we, we do it right this time. So at the 30 yeah, minute mark, we're going to get better over time with that. Uh, I know we just went like, what, 37 minutes without doing a commercial like that. We're going to get better over time. Uh, this episode will probably have less commercials for that reason. But yes, fans, we do listen to you and we're going to get better and we're going to keep improving every single day. And you know, just bear with us. We're we're like we really don't know what we're doing. Kind of wing the whole thing, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get better over time. Also, if you don't want commercials at all, you can always watch us live in the chat where exactly. everyone's hanging out. Exactly. It's the life hack that Ruby's like. It's the life hacks. Yeah, right. <laughs> Watching live is a life hack here. Oops. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
the other thing that people said, <laughs> they said they want more Easter eggs from us. So I have a list of Easter eggs, and we're going to go through them. So uh, okay. uh, people said they want Easter eggs, so we're going to give them Easter eggs from now on. Uh, first Easter egg, you know, we talked about it a little bit. Uh, we noticed that the humans were the ones that are creating the Super Scrolls, not the scrolls, because uh, Emily gets, or Gaia, gets the mind, memory, and information from the human scientists, not mm. the scroll scientists. So the humans were the ones that were creating this super scroll, and the scroll just got it. So that's an Easter egg that, that we That was something that bugged my mind. Like, why did she have the memory yep. of doing this? It's the humans. Like, why is a human? Yeah. I wonder if they were trying to create super scrolls or if they were just messing with the superheroes' DNAs, yeah. like in different ways. It, like trying to figure out maybe how to put them into other humans or something like that. I think that. they were trying to it, figure out how to put them under humans because they've been trying to make a super soldier serum forever mm -hmm. and ever and ever. And this was probably another plot about super soldier serums where the scroll just with like intercepted it and made a super scroll instead. So it's kind of something like that. Yeah. Or it could be something darker like the humans have known about the scrolls for some time. That could be and they figured out that hey they can adapt which means their dna is probably more adaptable than normal human dna so these would be the perfect test candidates which is a whole other dark timeline uh, yeah. if you think about yeah, it that is <laughs> yeah yeah uh the other one we talked about already the john so resurrection that was frame from frame the same kind of shot we talked about that yeah. um the guy carver who wrote that poem that, that they quote about being beloved on earth he actually wrote that while he was dying of cancer yeah so that is that's pretty wild so it definitely um yeah definitely it, there was definitely a good callback there because you know priscilla was dying and yeah, yep. it, was, yeah. it hit hard yeah the other thing uh that i uh with an easter egg was when rhodes and priscilla the only two black people in that church uh, were there. The they were singing "Deep River," which is a slave song. So it was really interesting to see a bunch of like white uh, Europeans singing a, a slave song. I thought that was really unique. That was pretty interesting too. I don't know if that was a church of scrolls, maybe I don't know, but there is a little bit of overlap about you know uh being you know refugees and stuff like that and how they're treated uh they, it might be a link to why they chose that skin so i thought that was really interesting um what else do do uh we talked about the undertaker and the ddt stuff uh yeah <laughs> also priscilla's last name is davis uh do so the real priscilla not the fake priscilla the real right. priscilla who died her last name is priscilla davis there could be a relation to Aaron Davis, who is the Prowler. Oh, interesting. Who was confirmed in Spider-Verse. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. So mm -hmm. that's, that's a pretty cool one. Um, and if you check the end credits, uh, the scroll that plays Rhodey is called Rava. Rava is a character from the scrolls. Uh, she is a popular huh. character who basically, uh, I think she's, has some kind of royal like blood or something like that so she may be a bigger character than we think in fact she may be the secret main villain for all we know that would be fascinating i yeah. bet her and gravik are like a thing i <laughs> i can see that <laughs> could be could be also uh pappy van winkle drink is a real drink and they actually mentioned it in she hulk when she hulk uh Jennifer, yeah. she, when Jennifer mm -hmm. gets her first promotion, her boss buys her that same alcohol. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's very it, expensive too. Yeah, around six k. God damn. Yeah, yeah. That's a 2011 Honda Civic. Yep. <laughs> don't, don't, I don't know why that was so specific, but yes, <laughs> that was a very specific. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's see. That's funny. Uh, let's see. Uh... Oh. Well, I'll need to... Okay. When when extra uh, when Gavik is shot right in the face and it comes back together, that's a shot for shot for the Terminator T two when he gets shot. Oh, that's nice. where I saw that. Yeah, I was like, that looks so familiar. Where have I seen that? Was yeah, that yeah, that's when T two the T one thousand gets shot and then it comes back together. Uh, that was also a cool little Easter egg. Uh, 
That makes That's sense. Awesome. Yeah, because yeah. I knew I saw that somewhere. I just could not put my finger on it. But now that you mention it, I'm like, oh yeah, duh. That makes yeah. sense. That's also the moment where you're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> as well, like, oh god, how are they gonna get out of this? Yeah. And then one thing that I thought was really funny, uh, when Rhodes meets the president, there is a bodyguard with a broken arm in the background. Yeah, uh, if you watched the episode before that, when Fury and Rose meet up, Fury yeah, broke his arm. <laughs> Fury broke his arm. I, that was a cool little callback. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. so here are all the Easter eggs, guys. See, now we do Easter eggs now. <laughs> so you have a one-stop shop to get all your analyzation and reviews and breakdowns, but also your Easter eggs. We're doing it all, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so look, look at Travis, look. what he said in the comments. Uh, yeah. You know, I hope you're well. I love how Nick doesn't hesitate to shoot him right in the face, despite their history. Yes. Yo, that's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic call, Travis. He is over Gravik right now. (laughs) Yeah. He's like just done with him completely. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Nick doesn't give a shit, man. He's he's, (laughs) that's why he's Nick Fury. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I will say that, like, the one thing that. I'm, I keep waiting for him to like snap out of his funk because I'm so afraid that the next person they're going to ice is Nick Fury. No. <laughs> and, well, like, I, well, I think he has plot armor. I don't think he's going to because he is in the Marvels. I was going to say, I think he's in there. Yeah, for sure. No, he is because he's the one that gets when they switch places with Miss Marvel and uh, Tiona Parrish's yeah. character. Unless the Marvel happens before Secret Evasion. Like he was no. already up there. No, and no. no. It, that's no? like present day. Because... Because Miss Marvel was present day, and they switch places at the end of that show. Yeah. And that's what leads into the Marvels. Okay. But, okay, yeah, you're right. No, but, hmm. But then can Secret Invasion still be after? Because if, if, what if the crazy stuff that happened to Nick Fury that made him leave Saber was what happens in Miss Marvel? I mean, uh, what happened in the Marvels? Mm. it's possible yeah i mean they don't really say like when this is taking place because we would have to assume right after this nick fury goes back up to saber because he is in saber in the commercials for the miss marvel if he is there and whatever happens in that movie turns him off to saber and then he comes back I don't know. Miss Marvel might be filling in the gap, or it might be a continuation. I don't know. So I'm very curious how this is going to end. Yo, Travis comment. Travis put in, like in our comments. Like, check this out. That scene where Talos stabbed Gravik in the hand with Gaia outside. You know, before all this, Talos leaves ahead of him, and he has a decent head start. And he wonders if he talked to Gaia briefly, and maybe Gaia gave him Extremis as well, just in case. So maybe that's how they bring him back. We need to go back and watch that timeline now that you say that because I thought that they were implying when they showed it in this episode that she gave herself the extremist powers right before she was shot basically escaping yeah, yeah. Like, right and that's and in like, Russia right so for Gravik yes. to go to the UK there is a bit of a time difference there yeah. So, uh, yeah. like, I mean, obviously, like, Gravik, you know, he's superpowers, but he's not, like, super fast yet. I mean, and it's no right. quicksilver no. power here or anything. So, no, well, he may a... be, he may be, but, like, the rest of his people that he bring along for his plot have to come. So, yeah, you know. yeah. Right. No, no, I'm going to have to go back and watch that because Travis brought up a very good point there. So, Travis, yeah. in the comments, thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. Mm, making us think, making us Yeah, think. right. No, no, that's great. Like, I love the episodes. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So, uh, do we have any final thoughts about this episode? Anything we missed or anything we didn't talk about before we go? I think we covered it all. I think we're in a good stopping point. Uh, one thing I do want to mention uh, about Prowler, though, is that uh, recently it came out that uh, in the Spider Man No Way Home Brazilian cut, right, where they were speaking Brazilian, they mentioned uh, when. Uh, Peter was in that apartment, right? Mm-hmm. You could hear the neighbors talking, and they mentioned two names. That's the name of Miles' parents. So this oh, may have been a nice. Yeah, they may have confirmed Miles Morales in like live action, and by extension, the Prowler. And then now that we talk about D- Davis' last name, 
there are a lot of Easter eggs and little you know, breadcrumbs mm. here to hint that it's all coming together in That's the MCU. That's interesting. But yeah. but the only thing I have to say about that is that Miles's family lives in Brooklyn, not Queens. Hey. Oh. Just saying, man. That's what the Brazilian <laughs> cut had. I'm just a messenger. Oh well, it's the, it's the Brazilian wax version. <laughs> they just took it off. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us, Blair. Please let people know where they can find you. You can find me at parkeraguilarlaw.com. That's my law firm's website. I honestly hope you guys never need my services, but if you do, that's where it is. <laughs> uh, because I do all family law, and uh, we have offices in Brazoria County and Fort Bend County, and we kind of do all southern Paris County counties. And That's um, all of South Houston, by the way, for basically, those of you yes, listening. Basically, yeah. yes, yes. Because yeah, he's in South- Jersey, I'm in Houston. That's actually yes. how I met Blair. <laughs> yes, and uh, Galveston. We do some of Galveston as well. But yeah, ParkerAguilar.com. Or I'm sorry, ParkerAguilarLaw.com. See, I can't even get my own website right. Uh, and that is where you can find me should the need ever arise. But I truly hope <laughs> it does not. <laughs> Wait, well, Blair, I, thank you for coming on. <laughs> I just saw yeah, another absolutely. comment from uh, Travis. This one's pretty interesting. Yeah, we got to bring this guy on. This, this guy's yeah. awesome. Like, Travis, you got yeah. some good stuff on here, man. Maybe we should have you on the show. Uh, he says, with the attack on Russia, home of Red Guardian and Yelena, and Agent Ross being Valentina's ex-husband, I wonder if we may see some of the Thunderbolts in the finale, as it would be a good motivation. Yeah, we got to bring this guy on. They he has some in. solid comments. That's a they- great idea. The other thing I've been thinking, filming uh, Captain America for, so yeah. I mean, the it's other, very possible. The other idea is, wouldn't it be great to see uh, Olivia Coleman go against Julia Louis Dreyfus? I think them too would have yes. crazy chemistry. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, I yeah. always thought it was crazy that they brought Valentina into the MCU because her and Fury have yeah. a history, a big history, like in the comics. And I just was like, oh, we're gonna have like a. Samuel L. Julia Louis Dreyfus romance going on in the MCU—that'd be great. So yeah, I wonder. I wonder if that, or maybe they just replaced uh, Nick Fury with Alec Ross, and it's just going to be him, or he that could be too. a scroll. He could be a scroll for all we know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm. I, I, that's what I really want to. I, I want the show to give me a this person's been a scroll all along. Mic drop moment like that's what i want mm-hmm. it was tony stark the whole time you had no idea <laughs> no because he died and we, we saw him <laughs> but oh man the deadpool rumors good grief oh yeah that's a whole nother show yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be talking about deadpool and uh kamala khan on sunday a little bit uh because she just came out with uh news just came out that she's gonna be doing her own comic for miss marvel she's gonna nice. be writing her own miss marvel run that's awesome I'm that is awesome. Up. That is really, really cool. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the show. And until next time, guys, salam, nerds. Peace. <laughs>